What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Yes, sir. Welcome, everyone. So we're continuing on in Ephesians 6, picking up uh, verse 16. Now, last week we talked about in 15 uh, uh, with the arm of God having your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And we went over to Romans, you know, how how sweet it is uh, of those from, I'm paraphrasing that scripture in Romans chapter 10, how sweet it is of those that, that uh, the, of them that carry the, the gospel or bring the good news. What verse was that? Romans 10. I can't even remember the verse. But the, 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 the 10, 17, yeah, how sweet it is of those that bring the kids, bring this, that delivers. No, the, no, the, not 10, it's, it's, uh, we just got to go uh, over there now because I keep messing it up. It's, it's 15. So it says. Um, 10, 15. Yeah, and, and 10, 15. And how can they, how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And, yeah, and so in, when you're looking at that that armor, that armor for your feet, always having some some good news to spread. Yeah. Right? Regardless of what's going on, always having something good to share, even with if it's just yourself. Yeah, if you just have to remind yourself of what God is doing. And, and notice that, that Paul is talking about fitted with the uh, the gospel of peace, the good news. That's all the gospel is. The gospel is the good news because it brings you peace, right? Sharing that good news brings peace within that storm. It calms the storm within your mind, right? And today over in 16, Ephesians 16, Ephesians 6, 16, just carrying on in it, carrying on with it. And, and I love how he states this, too. He says, in addition <laughs> to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Right. In addition to putting on all of this armor, take up your shield of faith. You got your feet fitted with the gospel of peace. You got your chest covered with righteousness. You got your belt uh, of truth wrapped around your loins. Now take up your shield of faith. I like that. I like that. It's it's like faith is used to to extinguish uh, the flaming darts. Like when we we discussed a few things when it came to faith, um, and and we'll discuss it in its entirety. But there's a couple more scriptures I want to read. Uh, First Romans 1, uh, 1 beginning at, I guess I can start at 16. And it reads, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel of righteousness of God, it is revealed. For in the gospel of the righteousness of God, it is revealed. A righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is 
just as it is written, the, the righteous will live by faith. I was about to quote the King James Version. This is NIV where it says the just shall live by faith. And this is Romans 1, 17. It says, for in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. A righteousness that is by faith from first to last. That is from beginning to end. And what is that as it is written? Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. And then uh, another scripture, Second Corinthians 5, uh, I can't remember the verse. I think it's 7. Yeah, 4, verse 7. And I'll start at 6. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. For we live by faith, not by sight. And so Paul is discussing this with the Ephesians and telling them to take up a shield of faith. Right? And what does that even mean? Well, it is more or less metaphorical. Right? Because as I just read to you, we live by faith. We live by faith. As he quoted in Romans, and then again he quoted again in Second Corinthians 5, verse 7. We live by faith. And he said, not by sight. <laughs> not by sight. And, and, and that's, that's beautiful in that because as we were just talking about, everything we've been talking about, everything, uh, when it, from, from the, the, the teachings as ministers that we, that we spread throughout the land, uh, when it comes to religion and relationship, find a lot of us just teaching Religion, which is like, when you mean by religion, not religion is in what the Jesus talks about and what James talks about, remembering the widows and those that are in prison and, 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 and uh, you know what I mean, doing, sending alms, giving alms. Uh, not that religion, but the religion of following a, 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 a sect of rule, a, a section or following rules that we've conjured up to say that you're say that you are a part of the group and I'll say that again the religion that we call religion the religion that of today is following a set of rules uh, so that you will belong to a certain group right? and, and that's like a cult in other words versus God creating something or establishing something that's living like a friendship friendship is living right it's, you have friendship with people and, and and what do you do? Well, you look out for one another as friends. Uh, you want what's best for one another. You call each other. You listen to each other. You talk about things that, that you're having problems with. And you interact routinely uh, because you're friends. You can rely on one another. You hold each other accountable, right? You're, you're, and and you're, you're always... Uh, supporting each other, right? It's like a, it's not a moment where you don't support each other, and so then when that that corresponds to what Jesus was discussing when he came on the earth, right? I only see what my only do what my father is doing. My father is working, and I'm working. I only say what my father is telling me to say. He's not doing anything without the father, and this is what he quoted. I, I do. I don't do anything without my father. I'm right here with him, and they 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 questioned him. Uh, he testified. He said, you're testifying of yourself because he said, I am the light of the world. That's what he said. 
And then he went on to say that I can't testify myself because my father gave me the right to do so. And my father is seconding that. I can say it. And then if he's saying it, then as your book says, as your rules say, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, right, then, then it is established. That thing is, is established. And I'm, and I'm paraphrasing that, that, that scripture, of course. But he's basically saying that if two people are attesting to the thing, then, that, then it is so. Right? And he says, I am one to testify that I am the light. And then my father is one to testify that I am the light. And there go your two people. There go your two witnesses. <laughs> so I'm not just saying this on my own. And all I'm saying is that he had a relationship with his father. And what you saw was that relationship being carried out in the earth. Right. And so what does that all mean when you bring it all back to the shield of faith? Like, how did you go all the way there with that? Well, because faith in whom? Well, faith in your father, faith in the, in the God that, that created you. And because when you say the just shall live by faith and we walk by faith and not by sight, what what faith are we walking by and what shield of faith are we raising up to, to extinguish the fiery darts? We talk about faith in God. The God that created us, the God that created the lands, the God that created the heavens, uh, the God that created all of the insects and the animals, that God, the singular God, almighty God, alpha and omega God, faith in that God, faith in what does that faith mean? All right, now we get into that part. Faith. Well, it says righteousness was accounted unto Abraham because he believed. God came to Abraham and said, get up and go to the land that I'm going to show you. And then what did Abraham do? He did that. He got up and he followed God to this land that God showed him as he followed. And then when like he said, okay, I need you to go to Tyler, Texas. No, he didn't. He said, get up, go to this land that I'm going to show you. So what ended up happening? He had to rely on God to get to this place that God said he wanted him to go because he didn't know where he wanted God wanted him to go. And then that's paraphrasing. That's, that's, that's symbolic for something. That's symbolic for our lives. God is taking us somewhere, and he's showing us as we go. We don't know where we're going in this walk of faith. Therefore, he says, the just shall live by faith, and we walk by faith and not by sight because we're not relying on what we see. We're focusing on what God is showing us as we believe, as we follow, as we trust, right? And so we obey him because we trust him. And we follow him because we believe in him. That, that's faith. That's all, that's all Abraham exercised was that very thing. God said, get up. He believed God to be God when he said, get up. Okay, this is God talking. I believe this is God telling me to do this. <laughs> and so he got up. And he trusted God to show him where this place was. So he followed him. I'm trusting you and I'm going to follow you to this place that you're going to show me. Right? He believed him. He trusted him. He followed him. That's, that was the faith. And so when you think about it, when you put it all together and you put it in the form of a shield, that, that metaphorical or spiritual shield that Paul is talking about, what is he talking about? He's talking about whenever things are thrown at you right, by the enemy, he's saying, remember, to block it with that very mindset. I believe in God. I trust in God. I'm going to follow God. So that if you're hearing things that are coming against what God is saying for you to do, then you block it with just that. 
No, that ain't God. God isn't directing me in that light. And 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 you there's so many examples, right? Just as the one that I started out with. <laughs> with Jesus. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Oh, you're testifying of yourself. Well, I'm not testifying of myself, and I am testifying of myself in a sense because I can testify of myself because I'm only saying what God has said that I was. God said I was the light. I'm saying that I'm the light because I believe that I'm the light because he said I was the light, so I'm the light. <laughs> and that's just that. It's like, well, you lost me when I didn't. I shouldn't have because all I'm saying is God said he was something. The enemy questioned him being the something. And he stood on what God said versus what the enemy said. The enemy is over here saying one thing, but your invisible God is over here saying another thing. And I'm not living we by do, what? You said what? We do that when we call ourselves a child of God. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. And that's what we do. When we say we are a child of God, we're listening to our invisible God. Then if somebody else says we're not, they, that's sight. I see them. I don't see my God. I see them people that are saying I'm not. Who am I going right. to follow? Am I going to follow these people that are saying it, or am I going to follow this invisible God that's, that I know to be God? Because these people that I see, they're not God. They're not God. And it's not just that, right? It goes deeper than that, obviously, because the enemy are throwing things at you through storms, through, through so many just, just, just today. What were we just talking about? There's this fear of in the land. First, there was a fear in the land of getting the virus. Now, there's a fear in the land of the economy is going to fail. Oh, wow. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's so amazing how things shift. Just amazing, right? First, we were worried about getting sick. Now, we worried about being broke. <laughs> I ain't worried about being broke no more. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm not worried about being sick anymore. I'm worried about being broke. Being yeah. uh, hey, 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 we got to protect the country. We got to, we got to revive the country, bro. Cause hey, businesses are dying off. People were dying and they were like, okay, all right, all right. Well, saying it ain't that been that many people that have died, right? <laughs> ain't that many people died. Like people going to die. They're going to die, but we cannot have businesses dying because if businesses die, then that means somebody ain't making money. Because making money is more important than living. That's pretty much what the go. governor of Texas is saying. But, but, that, and, but, but what is that? It's a fiery dart. We're panicking. We panicked and we shut all the businesses down. We panicked because we panicked. All right? So, so now we're getting what we wanted. And, and then, but now we got it. Right? We got what we wanted. We shut the businesses down. People are still getting sick, though. People are still dying, though. But what are we saying? We're saying, well, it ain't that many people dying, so maybe we should not have shut down the business. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Maybe we need to revamp all of these businesses and get the money flowing again. We're panicking, guys. And what is that? What am I truly saying? What, am I, what I'm truly saying is nobody's responding to God. Everybody's reacting to what they see. And so, so, so when I, I shouldn't say nobody, but there are people responding to God. But the, the grand scheme of things, there are people with in in in, uh, in in high authority positions, reacting to what they're seeing, and so God is over here saying, "No, you shouldn't be reacting to what you're seeing. You should be putting up your shield of faith and blocking everything you're seeing, everything that you're hearing. You should block it with the shield of faith, right? 
Because if it's if it's not a dart, then it's it must be some kind of flower or gift, and and they don't have to throw that at you. They can hand it to you. But if they're throwing stuff at you that seems to be harmful, that's causing you to panic, then you need to block it with your faith, with what with what you're hearing from God. And and how can you hear? If you don't believe. All right, faith comes yeah, by hearing. That's what, that's what Paul's sort of telling us, use what you got in your hand. Exactly. This is exactly what he's saying. <laughs> Faith is at your disposal. Use it. Yeah. Use it. But it, What faith comes by hearing. We've been doing a series on that, right? We've been listening to the Bible, and, and I'm on day, I just completed day 83. Seven more days. Seven more days. Faith comes by hearing. But if you don't believe, how are you going to hear? Right. How can they hear if you don't believe? How can you, how can you hear? And, and how can you hear if, if you don't have somebody to tell you? And how can somebody tell you if they haven't been sent? <clears throat> how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel? It, it's a, it's an, it's an, Catch twenty two. It's it's a it's a process of reciprocity. God is speaking. People are either believing or they're not. God is speaking. I'm believing. I'm hearing. I'm living by faith and I'm sharing what it is that I'm hearing through faith. Right. You're right. You're spreading. You're spreading faith. I'm spreading that good news through faith. Yes. So 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 when people are saying that that. We got to get the businesses back up. I'm saying that we got to obey God. We got to do what God is telling us to do. Yeah. Did God tell us to shut the businesses down? Maybe he didn't, but that's what we did. Now we have to live with that. Right? So, so what do we do now? We got to wait and listen to God on what we should do as far as opening the businesses back up. Because if you don't, things are still going to be out of hand. Like, that's the, that's the horrible part. Things are still going to be out of hand. And that's in any situation, any storm. And I'm not just here to highlight this situation we're currently in. It's just a good example to use. But that's any situation you're in. If you and your spouse are having problems and then you reacted, now you got a big mess because you reacted. And how do you fix the mess? Well, walk by faith, not by sight. It looks hazy. It looks like, oh, man, now I've got to do something to make this better. No, you don't. you got to trust God to make it better. Something I've learned through my uh, situations that I tried to do something. I messed it up, then I tried to clean it up, and I couldn't. I couldn't because all I did was continue to mess it up. And then what ends up happening is, is I look double-minded because it looks like on one hand, oh, I don't want it. But then on the other hand, I do want it. Okay, well, which one is it? That just lets you know how messed up we are. I just said that about with the country. First, we wanted to shut the business down. Now we like, oh, no, maybe we shouldn't have shut it down. See, that's what we do. We confuse the whole system. <laughs> and now people are all in a panic. They're like, well, hey, you can open up your business, but I'm not opening up my business. Some people would rather live, than, would rather live and be broke, while other people would rather die. Than be broke. Than be broke. Right. I want my money. I'm going to die. I ain't going to have the money, but I would I'd rather have my money. But you're not going to have it. Right. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, though, right? Versus, and this is what God is saying to me. He said this to me because 
my company laid off a few a bunch of people last week. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said to me was, you trusted me before, continue to trust me now. And I said, yes, Lord. Because I'm not going to get caught up and worried about what God is going to do after a layoff. Well, he, he, he gave me a job in other situations after a layoff. He will right. give me a job in this situation after a layoff. He will provide, in other words. I don't have to panic. I don't have to get all in a tizzy and be like, man, mad at God because I've been looking for a job for the past three or four years and he hasn't given me one, right? I don't get mad at God. I'm being facetious, but it's just serious in all seriousness. If God didn't give me a job, God knew this was up ahead. He didn't give me a job. He knew this was up ahead. So what does that say? That say just as I was trusting him then, I need to continue to trust him now. I need to continue to follow him now, regardless of what people are saying around me. The enemy is here to confuse you, right? And it's like, why is he trying to confuse you? So that you won't walk in faith. So that you can panic. Yeah, that's the never-ending fight. He just wants you to panic, and it's like, and I know we beat on the enemy, right? I don't want to beat on him. Let's just let's just talk about his scheme. Like, why would he want you to not trust in God? Well, let's talk about that. Let's understand. Let's highlight what it is that he truly wants. What he truly wants is God's glory. That's what he truly wants. It's like, what do you mean he wants God's glory? Well, we esteem God. We esteem God as ultimate and supreme being, ultimately. Uh, in everything, almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, there's nobody above God. God is all and in all, and there's nothing beside God. It's just God, right? So we, we ultimately give him our everything. We do as followers, as believers. We give God our everything. But the enemy is wanting to take that from God. He wants to indicate or show that, no, God isn't supreme. He's not highly and above all. You have a choice to do whatever you want to do directly. What? Insulting God. Why? Why would he want to insult God? Why would he want to denounce God so that he can say that he has more power? If I can persuade you to do something that I think you should do over what God is saying you should do, because it's a battle, right? It's a competition. It's a battle. It's really not. But it is. In his mind, in the enemy's mind, it's a battle. It's a competition. It's like he's trying to get people to do what he's wanting them to do. And because that's all it is. I want you to panic. Why would I want you to panic? Because if you panic, then that means you're not going to do what God is wanting you to do. You're going to do what I want you to do. Because I'm God. Because I am in control of what's going on. That's the logic behind it. He's trying to be God. By getting you to try to be God over the situation. And that's just it. It's like, well, why would anybody want to do that? Well, isn't that what you do? <laughs> isn't that what you do? Isn't that what the government is doing? They're wanting you to panic so you can do what it is that they're wanting you to do. They plant that seed that, oh, the economy's going to fail. Then guess what? It's going to persuade you to do what? What they're wanting you to do. What are they wanting you to do? Open your business back up. Just wear a mask. They're mandating us wearing masks now. Right? If you and your spouse is into uh, some type of a beef, what are you going to do? You're going to do something to influence her to do what it is that you're wanting her to do. And that's why you're in the mess anyway, because you wanted her to do something you wanted her to do. 
or her or him, and they didn't do it. And you got upset, and you wanted to control them, and you wanted to control the situation. So you started saying things about them, telling them what they weren't or what they are or whatever, whatever, just to try to get them, try to manipulate them into doing what it is that you wanted them to do. These are schemes we use every day. So it's not so far-fetched that the enemy is doing it. That's where we got it from. <laughs> so we do to our children. We're trying to manipulate them into doing what we want them to do when they don't do what we want them to do. When they don't do what we want them to do. That's what we do. Versus telling them this is what God is wanting you to do. And I'm only here to help keep you in line with what God is wanting you to do. Not what I want. I can't do what I want to do. I'm doing what God is wanting me to do. Therefore, you got to do what God is wanting you to do. And that's the only accountability that we can hold with one another as people. Are we doing what God is wanting us to do? Yeah. That's it. And therefore, hold your shield up. Keep blocking that foolery. Block it with faith that, no, I, I don't live by what I see. I live by what I hear. And I trust God. And God's going to take care of me because cause that's hard. That's all he's done. And and nobody else is because I can't even take care of myself. And it's just that simple. The just shall live by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. That's all I have, brother. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.